girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're going to have a really juicy convo that's really me pulling back the curtain, talking behind the scenes about event planning and how to handle moments that just like do not go according to plan, whether that's with event planning or anything else in your life. And I also want to talk about the power of manifesting and share with you in a really raw way what's next for Empower Her, and how I really came up with that. So at the time that I'm recording this, it's Tuesday, uh, September 26th, for this episode to release on Thursday. And this past weekend, we just had the Empower Her live event. And if you were there, you know it was absolutely incredible. It was hundreds of women from all across the country here in Denver, September 22nd through the 24th, for a three-day event. We had Seriously, the most incredible lineup of speakers. Our panelists were freaking fire and we had dance parties at the wazoo. My girlfriend, Katie Saltzman, was the MC. She led a light workout. We laughed together. We danced. We cried. We just like, it was so impactful. And honestly, one of my favorite things about this event was seeing how many friendships were formed. Like the women really connected in a big way. And this was my second time doing Empower Her Live. Our first event was last year. And like last year was so special because it was the first event, but this year just took it up a whole nother notch. So if you were there, I just want to say thank you so much for the way that you showed up because honestly, even the speakers were just giving me so much feedback of how incredible the audience was and just being in the room. Like, I mean, if you were there, you know what I mean? Like it was just like buzzing with hype and excitement and it was just such an inclusive community and I was so freaking proud of you guys and so honored too just to get to curate a space like this and be amongst you. And, you know, at the time that we hosted the event, I was 34 weeks pregnant. (laughs) And so that was a challenge in itself that full transparency, I had no idea like how I was going to feel because I started selling tickets to this event before we knew that we were pregnant. But I just anticipated, I was like, well, I've got a lot of energy. So hopefully I'll still have a lot of energy then, but I didn't really know, you know? So it's just really cool to be on the other side of that event, feeling like it went so well. So thank you so much for all of you that were there. And for those of you that weren't, I'm excited to tell you that the way that we like designed the flow of the event is we did 40 minute keynotes and then we would do 20 to 30 minute podcasts with each keynote speaker. And we recorded those podcasts and those episodes are actually going to drop on the show in November and December. So, I mean, fire speakers, we're talking like Trent Shelton, Jamie Kern Lima, Ashley Stahl, Ashley Lemieux, Chris and Lori Harder, our panelists were absolutely incredible. Leah Valencia. I mean, we have literally some of the most incredible speakers and we did fire podcast episodes where it was like me and the speaker sitting on a couch on the stage. So they're really raw, super open, and they're dropping on the show. So you'll get to hear those even if you weren't at the event. And that being said, it can be frustrating if you listen to a podcast where the host or like the person on the show is talking about 
an event that you didn't go to, right? So while there were hundreds of you that were at the event, there are thousands of you that listen into each episode. So I don't actually want to share takeaways from Empower Her. If you want to check out some of the videos to see some of the footage. I've posted those over on Instagram at Keisha Get Mary and also on empowerher.podcast. You can go check those out there. But instead, what I really want to do is pull back the curtain. I know there are a lot of you that want to host events. There are also a lot of you that are doing big things. And sometimes things don't go according to plan. And I think it's really powerful for us to share those. Oh, how am I going to handle this moment? And um, I want to share those with you from empower her live, like the behind the scenes stuff that you don't know about yet. But I also want to share with you some of the manifestations and how they came together. And then I want to really just rawly talk with you about what's next for empower her and how I came to that decision. So we got a lot that we're covering today and I'm just really excited that you're here. So the first thing I want to talk about (laughs) is this idea of when something's not represented the way that you think it should be, and it's kind of bugging you, how you need to use that as an indication that you should go for that thing. And, you know, that started first for me when I did Empower Her podcast. If you've heard the story before, you know, I started the show at the end of 2018. And the reason I started it is because I was listening into a lot of podcasts, but it didn't feel like the positioning was like we were girlfriends chatting. It felt like I was getting advice from someone who was five steps ahead of me, but they were giving advice in hindsight. Like back when I was in that season of business or in my marriage or in my health or in my career, this is how I felt. And it was helpful because I I think when you see someone that's further ahead of you, you can borrow belief that that's what's possible for you too. But what I was craving was this positioning of the host with like me as the listener, that it was like we were side by side, more like we were girlfriends, just kind of figuring out life together. So I decided because that was bugging me, I'll just create a show where that's kind of the vibe, right? You know, Empower Her, you probably have heard me say before, if you've listened to the show, this is a come with me, let's figure out life together type of community and show, not a look at me, I've got this all figured out. So that's why I started the show in the first place. Well, fast forward to February of 2022 (laughs) to Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. So this past February, I was telling one of my girlfriends, we were at our friend's house watching the Super Bowl. And I was telling one of my girlfriends, it is so frustrating to me that I speak at tons of women's events and I go to lots of events because I know the importance of getting physically in the room with people. Like that's how I've made literally all of my best friends that are entrepreneurs. I've met them at events. So I know how important it is. But of all of the events that I've gone to and spoken at, I had never seen a pregnant woman, like a visibly pregnant woman, speak on a stage, let alone host an event. And I was telling her about this as we're watching the Super Bowl because I don't really care that much about football. I was just waiting for the performance, right? And then I'm telling her, I was like, you know, it would just be really cool if I could be pregnant at Empower Her Live next year. And meaning like, you know, I was telling her this in February of 2022 for this September, which was just this past weekend. I was like, that would be so cool. And literally a couple minutes later, out walks Rihanna, which if you know, for the Super Bowl performance, Rihanna was very pregnant doing the Super Bowl performance. And she was wearing this red getup and she had these white backup dancers. And I was like, what in the world? This is so crazy. I was just talking about this literally a couple of minutes before. So I decided then that in September, I wanted to dress up as Rihanna to open up the Super, or to open up Empower Her Live and have backup dancers 
be in like white outfits. I was like, if we end up getting pregnant, I'm just telling you now that that's what I want, right? And I want to be really sensitive because I understand there are a lot of you that are struggling with fertility and that journey can be just really, really tough. So my heart goes out to you, but I also do want to just share my truth, right? Which is that week, my husband Cena and I actually got pregnant. We found out a couple of weeks later that we were pregnant. And I was like, no freaking way. So I counted up the weeks up to empower her live. And I was like, I will be 34 weeks pregnant at this event. So insert excitement because I'm like, I could dress up as Rihanna to kick off this show and I'll get some of my girlfriends that are volunteering to be backup dancers, which by the way, if you go over to Instagram, you can see a video. I've, I have it pinned on my Instagram of six of my girlfriends that were volunteers who are not professional dancers that wore white hazmat suits and they did backup choreography for opening up the event. Um, so I was really excited about that idea and I had manifested that in my brain, but also there was a little bit of fear, right? Because I have never been pregnant before. So I didn't know how I was going to feel at 34 weeks pregnant. Was I going to have energy? Like, was he going to be born early? I mean, you just, you have no idea, right? Like I had no idea. So there was a little bit of fear, but also just a real trust that I always go back to this idea. If you're gifted the vision, even for something silly, like dressing up as Rihanna, if you're gifted the vision, like it's for you. Like you're going to make it happen. You're gifted the resourcefulness too. And I just like really trust that in any aspect of my life when I'm gifted a vision of a podcast or I'm gifted in a vision to do an event or to move to a different city or manifesting certain types of friendships. Like I just believe that if we actually follow our own intuition, we can create our own reality. And I know that sounds kind of wooey, but I think there are a lot of us, maybe you specifically, that we're not calling our shot on anything. We're not saying what it is that we really want. So nobody can support us. But also I feel like the universe or God or whatever you believe in just rolls out the red carpet for you. If you're willing to call your shot, back it up with action and just be unapologetic about it. Even if it's something as dorky as that, right? So I wanted to share that with you because I just think that was one of those like really funny moments. And because I had a lot of people that were not at the event DMing me like, Keisha, this is like so incredible that you did this. And it was really like, it was an idea that came in February, right? For something that happened in September. And just one of those full circle moments, you know? But what's interesting, even just thinking about the feedback that I've gotten as we've started to share more about the event since the event just happened, you know, a couple of days ago, I've had a lot of women reach out that are wanting to plan events and wishing that they could be at this stage where they could sell hundreds of tickets to an event. And I want to be really honest about this because it feels like if you're looking inwards or like to my journey as an entrepreneur, that it happened very quickly for me. But I want to really acknowledge and just kind of like set the stage with this. Like I have been podcasting twice a week since the end of 2018 when I started my show, right? So for those of you that don't know or haven't been around for many years, I you know, started this podcast. And for the first year, I didn't have any ads. I did not monetize. I didn't sell anything. I just had the goal of staying consistent, falling in love with podcasting and cultivating community. So two episodes a week, I released every single week for an entire year. I answered DMs personally every single day. I still do to this day, answer DMs personally every single day for an entire year. And then I started to monetize my show from there, right? Meaning... I wasn't going into podcasting to create another stream of income. I wasn't going into podcasting to sell hundreds of tickets to events. 
Um, I went into podcasting because I wanted to create what I wish existed. I wanted to have a come with me, let's figure out life together type of show. And I wanted to really build community first. And I knew that if I listened to the community and I built this community where people that listened into the show early on, maybe you've been listening in for years, you know, like I deeply care about this community. I wanted to know what was going on in your world. And then I looked, looked for problems to solve for that community and like all of the women that were listening into the show. And that's how I created my business from the show, right? From the women that were listening in. And I think there's a lot of people that just want to get there more quickly. Like, oh my gosh, that was so cool that you hosted this event. I want to be able to host an event at that point. But if it would have happened earlier, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. And sometimes we want to rush that process so much. We want to get there more quickly because we live in this instant gratification, Amazon Prime culture, where we're sold this idea that if we get something more quickly or we get to that successful milestone um, faster than somebody else, that means that we're better or that we're more worthy. And it's just a lot of BS because truth of the matter is it took me a while to build up confidence to be able to speak on stages, like hosting an event to hundreds of women where you're like in and off the stage, even at the fact that I was 34 weeks pregnant. It's like, I knew that I could do it. And I had confidence and belief in my ability to figure out anything that came up because of the fact that I've been putting my reps in for so long showing up for this community. I mean, there were hundreds of women there and I knew so many of the women there by first name because I've been building this community for so long. So the reason that I share that is because there are just a lot of DMs that I've gotten from people that are wanting to get to that stage more quickly. And that's awesome to have big dreams and goals and things that you're working towards. And you can 100% do a huge event like this. You could freaking sell at a stadium if that's the vision that you're gifted on your heart. You can get there. But don't rob yourself of the fulfillment and the skill-building season to build that up in pursuit of where you want to go. Because the path is what's qualifying you. Right. And honestly, there are a lot of podcasters that listen into the show and you wish that your show was at X amount of downloads and you want to get there more quickly. And I understand that. And I see the importance of wanting to grow your show. I get that. But I want to remind you that there's always problems at every single level. So for me, for example, as the show has grown now to, you know, like 300 ish thousand downloads a month is what the show gets. I was not the person who had the confidence to handle the type of feedback that I would get from having a show at this size early on. It took the exact amount of time that it needed to take for me to be confident enough to handle the good feedback that comes from having a show like this and the negative feedback that comes. We don't want to rush that process trying to get there more quickly, but instead trust the timing of our life. Trust the timing of our goals. Trust that even when it doesn't make sense or you want it to go more quickly, that it's all working for you. And here's the thing. I can sit here almost five years into podcasting and I can look back at the path that I took towards getting there and understand why I had to go through the same path that I went through. But it's hard when you don't have that like perspective to look back on. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying that to sound discouraging in any way, but I'm saying that just to be real with you about the fact that like sometimes we want to get there more quickly, but we really need the skills and the coping mechanisms and the confidence and the community. Like it took me a long time to build up the community. Like when you look at the speakers that were at Empower Her Live, some of those speakers have like crazy keynote fees that they would be charging if I didn't have real relationships with them. It took a long time to build up that relationship capital, right? And it took a lot of me pouring into other people for them to then want to come pour into my community. And it wasn't like, 
intentional and calculated. It just was a real honest relationship that was built over time. So for those of you that are in that season, I just want to remind you that like, this is all working for you. Just keep showing up and keep putting your reps in and do it in a really authentic way. Make sure that your community knows that you care about them and you'll get to whatever vision that you have on your heart. Right. And, you know, it's interesting too, because I want to share with you a little behind the scenes. And I wasn't sharing this before the event because I wanted to just make sure everything went okay. Girl, I hope you're loving this episode. I wanted to pop in here real quick because as you're going to hear, I am in this stage and season of life where I'm figuring out what comes next for me business-wise. We're going to talk about that later in the episode, but I wanted to make sure that I have a good pulse on what you're interested in. So my idea is we're going to use my text list, which if you didn't know, I've got a totally free text list where I send out little inspo texts every Sunday evening and then randomly throughout the week. And also it's a way for you to ask me questions, fill me in on what's going on in your world. And you can be part of that text list, but I'm also going to use that text list as a way to determine what you might be interested in. I've got ideas around helping women that want to launch podcasts, that want to grow, scale, and build communities, existing podcasters that want to do in-person things together. And I've got a lot of ideas around Airbnb and investing and just different products, programs, services, events that I want to create. And it will be fun for us to get to connect on what you're most interested in. So I want you to be on that text list if you're not on it yet. All you have to do is text the word START to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word START to 512-548-2728. You'll start getting those little inspo texts, but also you'll be able to be part of this ideation phase where I'm creating products, programs, and services that could be really cool for you and super aligned. And that's how you'll be the first to know about what's coming down the pipeline. So again, if you're not on the text list, make sure you jump on it, especially this time of year. It's going to be super helpful. And also who doesn't love getting a little inspo text straight to their phone, right? So text the word start to 512-548-2728. All right, let's dive back into the show. Um, But another thing that was really interesting about this year's event is we didn't have an event planner. So if you were there, you would notice that all of our volunteers were literally like my best friends, best girlfriends, guy friends. My mom was there. And um, last year, our first event, we had an event planner. But this year, we actually had to fire our event planner, which is a story I'm not going to get into. Um, Really nice person, just probably not the best job for her to have was planning events. Anyways, besides the point, I honestly was nervous about how to actually manage that because we didn't have someone who had a ton of experience in events telling us what to do. And why I'm bringing this up is because sometimes I think that we tell ourselves a story that we need to be more qualified in order to do something, but what not having an event planner and having the event go even smoother than when we did have an event planner taught me was how freaking capable I am, how freaking important it is to ask for help for people around you that genuinely want to help you. Like some of my best friends that were there literally were so excited to volunteer and be part of this event and use whatever skill set that they had so that they could make sure that this was super successful. I had so many women that were like, your friends are incredible. Like the volunteers are incredible. And it's because I was willing to ask them for help and I was willing to lean on them. When we had to let go of our event planner, you know, a few months prior to empower her live, there was a lot of logistical things. I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea how to do this. But instead of telling myself the story of you're not capable, this is going to be a total shit show. (laughs) Like 
I did panic for sure. And there was a lot that I had to like figure out behind closed doors, but it taught me this really valuable lesson that we talked about even on Monday's podcast episode of how important it is to ask for help and knowing that people do want to help you, but they need to have an opportunity. And the reason that I feel even more proud of this event than last year's event in contrast is because I know how much like like stuff behind the scenes that we had to figure out that I had no idea how to figure out. For example, last year I had someone that I had hired that helped with AV, which if you've ever hosted hosted events, AV is the biggest expense besides the food and beverage um, minimum that you have to meet if you do it at a hotel. Typically, the AV is very expensive. And I remember last year I had someone that I had hired that could help negotiate things. And this year I had to get on a call with AV and be like, you know, and had to really like rely on myself and Jackie on my team to like really figure out like all these logistical things that we didn't have to do last year because we had outsourced it last year. And it reminds me of this thing that we talk about often on this podcast easy robs you of proud. Like Because this felt a little bit more difficult leading up to it, I feel even more proud coming out of it. Because those are things that even if you attended, and you know, obviously if you didn't attend, you would never know. It was so much more seamless than it was last year. And behind the scenes, it felt that way too. But it was such a proud moment for me because it was harder than I anticipated it to be. And sometimes when you're in that resistance season with whatever goal that you might be working on, um, you can tell yourself, like, I wish this was easier. I wish this was easier. But that's robbing you of the pride and fulfillment when you do make it happen when it was hard. Because you're the you're the one that knows, right? I'm the one that spent every single second of every single day with me leading up to this event, knowing when things were like getting confusing or like we were getting quotes back and I'd have to push back on it. And I was doing things that I've never done before. I really got to see how capable I was and how much I could handle. And it was really important for me to learn that about myself, especially going into this new season of becoming a mom. While those skills of like negotiating AV is not going to be something I'm doing with baby boy at home, but it just reminds me that sometimes when I don't think that I can do something, or sometimes when I tell myself even the story of like, I'm not smart enough to do that, I'm wrong. And girl, so are you. And I think we just need to be really honest about that, that when we're meeting resistance, we start to look at that as an opportunity rather than defaulting and telling ourselves the story of, I'm not going to be able to get through this, or I'm not going to be able to figure this out. Yes, you can. You just haven't had the opportunity yet to meet that level. And like that next version of you that's on the other side of figuring out something that's confusing. And so it's interesting to think about the fact that one of the things that I was the most nervous about with this event was us not having someone who had a ton of experience in events to lean on and ask questions to. Yet here I am on the other side of it, grateful that that happened. Something that at the time when it did happen, I was really frustrated and was kind of panicking about. And now I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that that happened. And I'm sharing that because sometimes when, when something is going wrong and we're like, crap, like how am I going to handle this? If we really recognize that like on the other side of that is a future version of us who's going to be like, yes, girl, feeling even more confident and even more capable, you're in a really powerful position then, right? So when you meet that adversity, I think there's a really powerful reframe in it. And so I wanted to share that with you. And as far as like other behind the scenes things, I'm curious to know how many of you are interested in event planning in general, because I could do more of like a, 
workshop style, like maybe even like a live webinar or something. So you let me know, like DM me on Instagram if that's something that you're interested in, because I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty because I know wide majority of listeners aren't necessarily interested in planning events, but I want to get a gauge on if you are. So like DM me on Instagram, the word event, if you are interested, so I can just get a pulse. But basically that was one of the things that was a really big takeaway for me. And it's interesting because now, as far as what's coming next for Empower Her, like I said, you'll get to hear from all of the speakers with these epic episodes that we're putting on the podcast. So you'll get to hear all this juicy value, even if you weren't at the event. But as far as what's coming next for me, what I wanted, to, I want to just like loop you in on this because this was actually a common theme that a lot of speakers brought up in their talks at the event is trusting the season of your life. And also understanding that sometimes after a slowdown or a change of pace comes the best ideas and the most clarity. And some of us, maybe you can connect with this, have been going at a really fast pace for a really long time. And we're not like recognizing that we need to slow down in order for us to make sure that we're going the right direction, a direction that actually feels aligned for us. And as I'm moving into this season where I'm going to be taking a little bit of a maternity leave, the podcast will keep going, but I'm going to take a bit of a maternity leave when baby boy comes. I don't feel scared about a slowdown, right? I actually feel really excited. And my husband, Cena, and I were talking with Trent Shelton at lunch at the event. And he was saying, every time that I've slowed down and I felt like this is going to have me losing momentum, I've actually come out the other side with way more ideas and just fresh perspective. And that catapults things in my business. And it's interesting because a lot of times we think the opposite, right? That maybe right now your body is telling you that it's time for you to slow down for a second. And that doesn't mean that you don't care about your goals or your dreams. Like your dreams don't have an expiration date, but you might really be in a season where you need to slow down for a second to get that clarity. Or some of you, you've been in a slowdown season for too long and you need to just lie a little fire under your booty and you need to start moving. And we talked a lot about this at Empower Her Live of the importance of determining what your season is, not what you think your season should be, not what somebody's telling you your season should be, not a goal that someone's telling you your goal should be, and really just trusting ourselves and our own intuition. But sometimes we have to quiet the noise around us to just go inward for a second and say, like, is what I'm doing now getting me closer to where I want to be in one year or further from it? Is you know, how I'm showing up now, am I proud of the person that I am in pursuit of where I want to go? Because don't get me wrong, there are seasons of hustle for sure. And I think those are a requirement to teach you grit and resilience and resourcefulness. There are seasons where like, even if you're starting like a new health and fitness plan, where you've got to get really diligent and you've got to get really focused so you can kind of recalibrate, right? Because maybe you're a parked car on the side of the freeway and we need to give you a little jump start. And sometimes that has to be drastic. So I'm not saying that that's not required sometimes, but I do think it's really important to look internally and ask yourself, do I like the pace at which I'm like taking towards my goals? Do I even know what I want? Because you might not know what you want because you're just going through the motion so fast or you're chasing goals that you think that you should want because your boss told you or because you are watching somebody else, but that doesn't even actually feel aligned for you. So right now at the time that I'm recording this, it's like, you know, baby boy could be born, hopefully <laughs> close to his due date around November 3rd. Um, but I don't, I don't know when he's coming and that's going to force me to move into this new season of like sleeping weird times and like being a new mom and adjusting and everything's going to be new for me. And I'm truly genuinely so excited about this season, but I'm also excited for the pause to really just figure out like 
what is it that I want next? I have been an entrepreneur since January of 2014, and I've been going at a really fast pace. First, it was in network marketing, and then it was in memberships and courses and masterminds and you know events and keynote speaking. And like I've done so many different things, and I'm so excited because I'm a wealth of knowledge in a like a bunch of different spaces, which I feel like I can really help a lot of you that are interested in that stuff in the future. And now even with real estate investing too. But I'm excited to just see like when I slow down a little bit, what comes through. So as far as what's next for Empower Her, I feel like what's coming next is going to be definitely I love in person, right? I love doing events. I love doing retreats. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to curate spaces for like sub demographics of this community that are interested in specific things. Like if you're interested in real estate investing or you're interested in podcasting or you're interested in doing events or you're interested in speaking or writing books, like sub demographics to make it really intentional because I know the power of physically getting in the room with other people. But the Empower Her live event is so broad in terms of the spectrum of people that attend. And that's been beautiful to do these big events. But I think what I'm feeling next year is something that's a little bit simpler, just especially for the first year of being a mom. Because full transparency, when you're planning an event for hundreds of people with tons of speakers and you're booking out a hotel, it's a year ahead of time. It's extremely expensive. And again, if you're interested in events, DM me the word event and I can decide if there's like enough of an interest that will I'll create a bonus podcast episode about this or do like some sort of workshop or something. But honestly, it's like, there's a lot that goes into that. So in this season of life, like even if somebody could tell me, oh, Keisha, you could double the size of that event next year and you could, you know, you could sell at a stadium if you wanted to. Like, yeah, I do actually believe that that's possible to get to that point, but I don't want that right now. And I think it's really powerful and important for me to share that with you in a very transparent way of sometimes the next vision or what it feels like could be the next step doesn't actually feel aligned for your season. So instead it's like, I could see myself doing 50 to 100 person events or smaller retreats or things that are more intimate or, you know, more niche to different demographics. And so it's a kind of a question mark of what's coming next to be just really honest with you. But that doesn't make me anxious. That doesn't make me nervous. And I can't even tell you how many women came up to me at Empower Her Live and they're like, please do this again next year. And what's really difficult about that is when you know that something is not going to be aligned for you that next year, that you have to say like, I'm, I'm probably not right? That doesn't mean that I'm not going to create amazing opportunities for women to connect in this community and do all sorts of cool stuff with you. But it's like being brave enough to say no, because you got to do what's right for you. You know, So that's the season of life that I'm in. I'm excited to see what comes next. I hope that me just being really open about this can feel a little bit like a permission slip to you to really stop and ask yourself, like, do I like the pace in which I'm chasing my goals? Am I calling my shot? Am I manifesting things in my life? Like, am I being brave enough to tell other people what it is that I want? Because remember, like, obviously the Rihanna thing is just kind of a funny thing. Um, But truly, like, I've been shouting from the rooftops the things that I'm excited about. And I truly do believe that universe, God, Buddha, whatever you believe in conspires to support you. But you have to be brave enough to call your shot. There are people that want to help you if you're willing to ask for help. There are people that have connections that can support you. There are people that want to collaborate with you on things that you might be excited about. But you have to be willing to call your shot and go for it. So maybe that's the season of life that you're in right now is you need a little smack on your booty to say like, it's time to freaking like say what you want because it's really easy to give up if you're the only one that knows about it, right? And one of the things that I want to close this episode out with is something that Jamie Kern Lima said, which if you're not familiar with Jamie Kern Lima, she is the founder of It Cosmetics. She sold it for $1.2 
billion dollars, holy crap, to L'Oreal. She became the first female CEO in L'Oreal's history. And she's also literally one of my favorite humans. She's the most humble, kind, gracious person to audiences of hundreds of thousands or millions, but also when she's one-on-one. And I've gotten to spend enough time with her now that I'm so grateful for that it's like she's the realest of reals. She also has a new book coming out, um, which I should plug because it's going to be awesome. It's called Worthy. And you can pre-order it if you go to worthybook.com slash Keisha. Um, it's all about like worthiness and the difference between worthiness and self-confidence. Because if you don't believe that you're worthy, go ahead and chase all of those goals, but you're never going to actually maintain them because you're going to self-sabotage along the way. right? So you can check that out, worthybook.com slash Keisha. But anyways, one of the things that she said in her keynote is if you're feeling like you're the one who's kind of crazy, or you've got all of these ideas, or you're the one that's going to be the first one in your family who's you know, going to a therapist, or you're the first one in your family who wants to have an exceptional marriage, or you're the first one in your family who's an entrepreneur or wants to make an impact or wants to be a blogger or a podcaster or host your own events or do insert whatever. If you're feeling like you're crazy, it's not that you're crazy. You're just first, right? You're not crazy. You're just first. And I know a lot of you, maybe you specifically can resonate with that is like you identify as you're the lineage changer. You're the one that's changing the trajectory of your family moving forward. I identify with that in a real way in terms of how I want our future son, you know, to see his mom. And I want to be an emotionally regulated mom. I want to have him see the example of an exceptional marriage. I want him to see his parents loving their careers and going for it. And that's not knocking at my parents. My parents are incredible, but I didn't get to see that modeled to me. And maybe you have something in your life that you didn't get to see modeled to you that's really important for you to model to your kids. Or if you don't want kids to the next generation or to your peers, to your friends, to your coworkers. And so if you're feeling a little bit crazy, it's not that you're crazy. You're just first. So. I love you. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I know it's kind of rambly, but I just wanted to honestly just turn on my mic and just record. Like I don't, I had literally like four bullet points in front of me of like a couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, but again, if you're interested in events, text me the word event, or you can send it to me via DM at Keisha Get Mary. If you want to see some video clips, I posted them over on Instagram. And then again, all of the podcast episodes will be coming out in November and December from those speakers that were at the event. If you didn't get to be at the event live. So I love you you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.